ladies, it's Brittany Brazel. The Lord has given me a passion for motherhood and homemaking. From that passion, a ministry has birthed no higher calling. There is no higher calling on my life than to be wife to Simeon and mama to my littles. I still have so much to learn, but as I continue to grow, it is my desire to share the truths God is teaching me. Welcome to episode two of the No Higher Calling podcast. I have a special guest on here with me today that I will introduce in just a bit. But I know in the last episode, I just shared a little bit about me, my salvation testimony, my story, um, brief details about my husband and my kids, and then more into just how the ministry of No Higher Calling came to be. But in this episode and the next, I wanted to just delve a little bit more into our family. I thought it probably set a really good foundation for you all to know a little bit more about uh, me, my husband, and our kids, the calling that God has put on our life, just kind of a framework to launch from there as you journey along with me in my motherhood journey. So I want to introduce to you my husband, Simeon. Hello. Good to be with you all. So we were just going to hop on here today and talk to you a little bit about one of my favorite topics, which is our love story. Um, Our love story is really unique. I kind of giggled at this in the last episode because there's a story behind it. Simeon has a different version than I have. So we wanted to kind of share how we met, how we fell in love, a little bit of just how the Lord has worked in our lives as a couple and just grown us in marriage and just to give you guys an introduction to us as a couple and then in the next episode we'll talk a little bit about our kids and our calling but we just wanted to share our story with you all so before we get into how we met how we fell in love we just want to share a little bit of some of the philosophy that we both had going in to the whole dating thing um it was a little bit different than kind of mainstream idea of dating. Um, Our goal was different. So I'll turn it over to Simeon, let him share a little bit of how he looked at dating. And really, both of us were really similar in how we approached this issue. But I'll let him explain a little bit from his side. Yeah. So the general philosophy of dating, at least for me in high school, I and really at the end of junior high as well, kind of got this idea about um, uh, dating that it was just a giant waste of time. And part of that was just my personality. Part of that is um, just me not wanting to have to deal with the whole dating scene altogether. But um, in the end, I think it, it ended up leaning leaning me towards a philosophy of dating that was much more accurate. And that is that um, it, it's not that it's a waste of time. It's only a waste of time if you're dating for dating's sake. And so I came uh, to, to the conclusion that if I was going to date somebody, it was going to be for the purpose of marrying that person. And um, now that's that's a highly unbiblical way to come to that conclusion. But uh, in the years since, I've found that to be a biblical concept that um, there is there is one person that you are to marry. And if you are dating just anybody and everybody and trying to find that person through the dating scene, I think you're doing it the wrong way. So I, I came to that conclusion. So I made the decision that I wasn't going to date anybody until I was a sophomore in high school. I figured it, or excuse me, a sophomore in college. I figured at that point I might be, um, wise enough not to make a bad choice. <laughs> and, um, uh, anyway, I, I had made that decision for myself, but I also knew, um, that I wasn't mature enough at the time uh, to make that decision. 
And um, I don't know even still that I was mature enough as a sophomore in, in college, but uh, we waited. I, I waited, and, and Brittany waited as well. And um, the idea for me evolved from just simply not wanting to waste my time into uh, I don't want to invest myself in somebody and then not marry that person. Uh, I don't want to waste those bits and pieces of myself, of my time, of my past, and then not have that to share uh, with the person that I would eventually marry. So um, that was the philosophy that that uh, about dating that I took from basically from early high school on. Yeah, and I've heard before too from different books and different and you know people that have had an influence on my life that you know every person that you date you give away a piece of your heart to. So both of us, even before coming together in any type of relationship, I think we both had the idea that we wanted to come to the person that we would marry one day with as much of our heart intact as we could. We didn't want to have baggage. We didn't want to have a long list of previous boyfriends and girlfriends. So for us, we just really wanted to be intentional about dating. We realized that like Simeon said, the purpose of dating was for marriage. And really, even before we got into a dating relationship with each other, we started that out with a friendship. Um, You know, you say, okay, if you're going to date for marriage, fine, but still you might need to date or maybe try out a few people before you know that that's the one that you're going to marry. Well, we started out as friends. Um, It quickly became more than friends. Um, But there were a couple elements that I feel like were very important to us that quickly let us know if the other person was someone that we would want to marry. Um, Like I said, one of those just being the idea of being very purposeful about this. Had the other person been that way, we had both spent a lot of prayer in who we would date, who we would marry. Um, Our parents' approval was important to both of us. We included our parents in Mm -hmm. our relationship. Um, We wanted their advice if they were uncomfortable about something, if they were uncomfortable about, you know, if my parents had an issue with Simeon or his with me, we wanted to heed that advice. Thankfully, they were all a go. Um, But those are just some frameworks that kind of set up our story. So jump in. We are, he's a sophomore in college. I'm a junior in college. I'm actually eight months younger than him. That's kind of a whole story in and of itself. I started college a year early. So we're about the same age. I just happened to be a year ahead in college. Um, But anyway, so we had never dated anyone before. We were really just trusting that aspect of our life to the Lord. And and I want to I want to kind of interject here and too and say like it's not like we didn't we both had multiple friends who were of the opposite sex. It's not like we were the only friends that we had of the opposite sex. And that <laughs> and I think a lot of that um, that it kind of eliminates the need for the huge dating scene in a way because you know I had several friends that were female. You had several friends that were male, mm-hmm. and. Um, and so that's where things got started in the first place. And so it's not like we f- got stuck with each other because we were the only ones that were left. You know? <laughs> and that's the idea that people think if I don't if I don't get in the dating scene, I'm going to get left behind. And that's not actually true. It doesn't happen at all. And also, I, I don't mean to make this episode a dating tangent, but I do want to throw in here, too. Um, Simeon's more serious minded and just some different things that happened in his life made him very serious about this issue. 
Um, it was a little different for me. As I stated in the last episode, I wanted to get married when I was five years old. So, in high school, you know, any guy that looked at me twice, I just thought I was going to marry him. So, I, you know, that was something that I really had to give to the Lord and kind of battle with. Um, just a weakness in and of myself, just really being so caught up with this idea of having a romantic relationship and wanting a boyfriend and wanting to be loved. And I think we all have that. Um, we're humans. You know, God's created us with a desire to be loved. But I needed to keep the right perspective in the timing of all of it. Um, why date when I'm a freshman or sophomore in high school when marriage is years out? Um so anyways, just just a little bit of our background in coming to the dating scene. That just kind of explains a little bit of our hearts and kind of how we entered our relationship. But I'm going to turn it back over to Simeon because though I say that we started dating mid-college, his story backs up. <laughs> it, it backs up to high school. God, so it's so funny to hear us say all of that about, oh, not dating in high school, waiting till you're more mature, waiting for the right one. Um, that's not how it would have played out for either of us had we scripted our own story. Um, had Simeon been on my radar in high school, I probably would have dated him. Had I noticed him, he would have definitely have dated me. So we're going to rewind to high school and I'm going to let him tell his side of the story. Well, I don't know if I'd say the word dated, but I definitely would have been interested. <laughs> we, um, so I moved to East Tennessee where we live now and, uh, in, in, uh, just before the freshman year, uh, excuse me, just before my sophomore year of, of high school. And, uh, so it was that summer and we, we'd moved there. It's a large church that we moved to. And, uh, I didn't know, I didn't know a soul and we went to the wrong building, uh, to go to Sunday school class. It was in another building. So we drove over to the other building and, uh, they showed us where it was we were supposed to go. Uh, and we walked, I walked into the youth room where the youth department was meeting. And so the very first person I actually remember seeing at the church that we uh, still attend to this day, uh, was Brittany. And the reason was that she was on the piano. So I walked into the youth room and, uh, I could hear the sound of the piano turn to my left and there she was on the piano and, uh, the most captivating thing I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> and so we, uh, anyway, that was, that was my start, uh, noticing her. And I remember having several conversations, uh, with friends and with, with my brother and with my parents and different things about her. Um, and alluding to the fact that I was attracted to her and, uh, we, we attended several events, um, throughout high school where we were playing mini golf or doing whatever. And Brittany and I would be in the same groups. And now when I don't we, remember that, yeah. So when we talk, <laughs> when we talk about it and we look back at it, she remembers everybody that I was with, but not me. And, um, so I'm a little, I'm a little bitter about it still and, uh, but we'll make it anyways. Uh, I tried fairly hard to get her to notice me again. I wasn't interested in dating anybody at the time, but that didn't mean I didn't have feelings. So, um, you know, I did, I did what I could to, to make sure that she could notice me and that kind of thing. And, uh, but we still, we still did things together, whether she remembers it or not. And, and I eventually uh, did notice him. It took me five years yeah it took it took a while it took a while <laughs> and maybe it took me five years but hey once i fell i fell hard um but yeah so get this i even invited him to my 18th birthday party and i really don't remember that so yeah <laughs> crazy story anyway fast forward to college so i'm just starting my junior year he's starting his sophomore year 
and our college had a program where you could travel in a singing group during the summer. And Simeon had done that the summer before. It was the fall semester, and I was thinking about doing that in the summer to come. So it just kind of opened an opportunity for us to start chatting in Sunday school about his experience and he you know, what his thoughts were on doing that. He so casually was like, well, let me slip you my number in case you have any more questions. <laughs> I'm sure it was smooth. Um, <laughs> from there, we just realized we had some mutual friends. We started hanging out together. Um, really, it was maybe, maybe like a month or two of just really hanging out, getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. Um, getting, well, I invited you to come play some games with yeah. some friends of mine, board games and things after, a, uh, I think it was a, was a volleyball game or a basketball game, I don't remember uh, Yeah, which. I think it was a volleyball but, game. Um, and I never attended those things either, so the one I happened <laughs> to go to, you were there and I invited you to one, uh, play board games with us. Yeah, so it was fun. So we just started to get to know each other and just to kind of, I don't know, that interest started, well, I mean, I guess it had already started long ago for him. The interest started to develop, develop in my heart. Well, I, I beat you at board games and you still, you still showed up. You still Anyways, beat me at board so. games and I still love you. So, <laughs> um, so anyways, the Lord just really started working in our heart. I missed I mentioned in my last episode though, that as it started to look like things were going to be a little more serious, Simeon did approach me and tell me that he believed that God had called him to Australia and that that was um, a very real aspect of his future. And if we had anything together that would lead towards marriage, that that would be my future as well. And so that was really something that we kind of, we didn't pause necessarily, but we really thought through together. We prayed through together. We prayed through separately. We prayed through with our families because um, that's a lifelong commitment. We wanted to make sure that you know, I wasn't just saying yes because I was infatuated with him. We really wanted to make sure that that was a direction that the Lord was leading both of us in. Another thing we've always tried to keep as a foundation in our marriage is this idea of of the triangle. We only grow closer together as we go close, closer to the Lord. So we didn't want a lateral connection. Um, we wanted that horizontal connection where as he's growing closer to the Lord, as I'm growing closer to the Lord, we were growing closer together as a couple. Um, so the Lord really started doing that in our lives, in our relationship. And we, we did, we really started falling in love and it was so just neat to see God put the pieces together. You have to tell the story about the day you went home and what you told your mom. Cause that's just, that's my favorite story. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even remember when this was. I don't remember if it was college or if it was high school. Um, but I remember we um, I, we had done something recently as, as a grouper in the youth department or something. And I came home and I remember expressing to my mom, uh, I was frustrated because I was was interested in you and I couldn't seem to get your attention. And I mentioned it to her and, um, and she said, well, we'll just pray about it. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't really think a lot about it after that, but, uh, my mom continued to pray about it and, um, she, she, she really liked you and she, she, she had a desire to see me marry somebody that was, that was godly and that was going to be a help for me on, in the ministry. And, um, because I knew that I was going to be in the ministry from the time I was a freshman in high school. So it was something that she knew about and was praying about. And, um, but I remember, after that, uh, after that event, mom tells the story now about how when you did surrender to go um, to the mission field, whether 
you know, you didn't know whether or not for sure you were going to go to the mission field at the time, but you were surrendering to the idea of going to the mission field. And uh, you made that public. And I remember my mom nudging my dad and saying, hey, that's 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 Brittany Varner. And he says, um, yeah. And she said, well, she just ran to go to the mission field. And he said, um, yeah. And uh, he didn't he didn't understand where my mom's mind was going. But... She was thinking, yay, she's going to marry my son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, she had been praying for for Brittany uh, and uh, since that time that I had come home. And uh, my dad obviously was oblivious of that fact, but just an interesting connection. So I hope you guys are tracking with this. We're, we're just having fun reminiscing and jumping off on rabbit trails that have the same topic, but we're just, we're going down many different paths. But I want to throw in here, we've mentioned several times prayer. It was very important for both of us that prayer was n- not just a part of our relationship together. Prayer had been something that had been going on um, in both of our hearts before one another was even on the radar. Um, before I even knew Simeon, I had been praying that God would lead me to the man that he would want me to marry. Simeon had been praying that God would lead him to the woman that would be his wife. Our, um, our families were involved in those prayers. So that's something that I would, I would encourage you if anybody's listening that is still single, um, make it a matter of prayer, pray for your future husband. Um, you know, I would, I'd, I prayed for him, that God would keep him from temptation, that God would make him into a strong man, that he would love the Lord and that he would follow the Lord and surrender his life to the Lord. Um, I was praying those things for a man that I didn't know who he was at the time. Now I look back and I'm so thankful to think that maybe my prayers played a small part in the man that Simeon is now and in who my husband is. And I know the majority of my listeners are probably moms. Moms, I encourage you to pray for your children, whatever age they are. Um, My Ivy is six months and I pray for her husband. Um, You know, so pray for your children's spouses, that that God will work in their hearts as he's working in your own children's hearts. Um, But so that is just kind of how we fell in love like I said, it quickly kind of snowballed from there. We really started kind of dating, I guess, August of 2011. Um, I think he told me I love you for the first time in October. It didn't his, take long. It, it was his birthday. I had to seal the deal. Yeah, and, and we mentioned <laughs> earlier saving pieces of your heart. There's, It's just so sweet. And we're, we're far from perfect. We've, we've made mistakes and there are things that we regret, but there are things that we saved for each other that are so precious. Neither one of us had ever told anyone else, I love you before. And it was such a precious gift to be able to give to the person that we would spend the rest of our life saying, I love you too. Um, he, t- we, we had decided that we were, you know, we were going to hold off on the, I love you, make sure we were going to get married, all that, you know, we wanted to save for our spouse. And yeah, I think it was close to his birthday in that October and I, he just couldn't hold it back anymore. I was a little, um, more stubborn. I don't know what the word was, but I was like, no, we were kind of dating, but we hadn't like officially said, oh, we're boyfriend, girlfriend. So I was like, oh, we got to wait till we're official and yada, yada. <laughs> well, well, I didn't have a Facebook account, so I didn't care about being official. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, so another month went by. It was getting close to the end of the year. I was like, okay, I don't think I'm going to wait. I don't remember even why we were waiting for something to be official. I don't remember. 
I don't remember if we were waiting till we hit a certain age or I, I don't I remember no what idea. it was. Anyways, um, the new year was coming. So I had this great idea that I was going to tell him at midnight on new year's 2012. I love you. And I just had this perfect romantic scene in my head and then i think it was in december of 2011 i got the flu you were like, so sick. like ugly flu i mean oh my word i was so sick it and he came over and he just sat by my bed and held my hand while i slept and it was the sweetest thing ever he just he didn't ask anything of me he didn't ask me to talk he didn't he just anything i needed he was there and he just held my hand and was just just there for me and so when he went to leave my parents were kind of escorting him out of the house and I got my sick self up off the bed who knows what I looked like it was probably very disheveled definitely <laughs> far from the romantic new years it was you I love lovely. you I had planned You're beautiful that's all and I, I stumbled to the door and I said Simeon I love you <laughs> and so began many I love you's to follow. Um, but I, we're going to cut this episode there. We're, we're actually going to make this a part one and two. That That is how we fell in love. That's where we got our start. Join us for the next episode, and we will talk a little bit more about how we got engaged, our wedding, the most amazing honeymoon ever that he surprised me with. Um, but thank you all for listening, and I hope this was a blessing to you, and I hope you laughed some. I hope that this episode has brought much glory to Christ, encouraged your heart, and strengthened you to be the wife and mother that God has created you to be. Thanks for listening.